0: Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Podcast. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg. Friends, today's episode is a montage episode. And I love our montage episodes. They also are some of our most popular ones. In today's montage, we are going to be asking prior guests what apps or programs they're using at work. Now, have you ever wondered what apps you could use so that you would work less, be more efficient, and more effective? I don't know about you, but this is something I think about a lot, and every year I know I also try a few apps just to kind of see, hey, is this going to move the needle? Is this going to help me work less and get more done? And that's because I've often viewed apps as leverage. You know, Archimedes once said, if you give me a lever long enough, I can move the world. And that's kind of the way I feel about technology right now. If you give me the right technology or if I can find the right app, I can turn essentially 10 minutes of my time and squeeze out 30, 60, or even 120 minutes of productivity out of just that 10 minutes. It is literally leverage. And that's why I was so excited that we decided to ask our prior guests this. Now, friends, after you've heard from all of our prior guests, you're gonna hear a short conversation between Lexi and I, where we're gonna be talking about the apps that we're really grooving on right now. I'll also let you in on a little dirty secret we're able to look at our podcast stats and know what percentage of our audience finishes an episode. We don't know whether or not you personally finish an episode, but we know on a global statistic what percentage finished the episode. So you better believe I'm going to actually be looking at this episode just to see, hey, what percentage of the audience stuck around to hear Lexi and I talk about the apps that we are using right now and are finding very useful. So with that, let's hear from our very first guest. Founder and CEO of Rocket Lawyer, Charlie Moore, joined us on the podcast to have a phenomenal conversation about the board member's perspective on board service. Charlie, what app or computer software are you finding useful for work?
1: Tons of things. But it, Dolph, I'm going to tell you about uh, Pocket. So the Pocket app um, I use to clip our, our articles and information as I'm browsing the web or I'm reading on a variety of different apps, whether it's Flipboard or the New York Times, et cetera. And Pocket is where I can save it all. And um, I just
0: I just love Pocket. Thank you. Divya O'Connor was on the podcast to talk about Founder Chief Executive Transitions. She also is the host of the Charity CEO Podcast, a UK-based podcast that aims to inspire, inform, and deliver practical insights. Divya, what app or software are you finding yourself using for work?
2: So this isn't a very new software or app, but one that I have found has absolutely revolutionized my own workflow is Trello and using Trello boards. And I use it as a combination of task lists and making sure that I've got everything I need to do on there. I also use it to prioritize and also manage daily workflows and the other thing I have also set up is I've got my senior team you can have shared boards so setting up shared boards for us to have one-to-one conversations and putting agendas and notes from those conversations actually directly into the board so that we are capturing that in a systematic way and the other thing I love about Trello is I have it on my iPad I have it on my phone on my computer so if I'm out and about and I have an idea or something pops up after I've been at a meeting I just take up my phone quickly add a card to the trello board and it's there and i haven't forgotten about it and i can deal with it when i get back to my desk
0: thank you ilona doherty joined us on the podcast in a great conversation with lila williamson about engaging and collaborating with young people ilona what app or software do you often recommend to others
2: So I'm going to actually cheat and give you two. So the first one is called Dashlane. And it's a software where you can put all your passwords onto kind of one website and then have one password to access all your passwords. I'm a really big believer in anything that makes like rote tasks easier so I can do fun stuff in my life. And the fun thing I'm doing at the moment is a lot of paddleboarding or I'm about to start a summer of paddleboarding. So I'm using an app called Windy because I need to learn about wind And it's been really fascinating to learn about wind directions and you know how much wind there is. And so I've been really geeking out on Windy. So find good apps that make your life easier so you can do fun stuff.
0: Thank you. Jessica Angst weitzel is the president and co-owner of Via Evaluation, a certified women-owned evaluation and strategy consulting firm. She has been on the podcast to help us refine our own four-day workweek pilots. Jessica, what app or program do you find useful in your work? Yeah, I
3: think the one we found most useful we've been using for about five years now, it's called Paymo, P-A-Y-M-O. And we had piloted a bunch of different project management softwares, time tracking softwares. And what's nice about this one is it is project management and time tracking In one place that you can use across the whole company. It includes a timer option. It includes a place where you can record time. You say, oh, I spent a half hour on this today. It also has an option where you can put the time, oh, it was about 11.15 to 11.30. And it lets you see your timesheet. And what's really nice is it's also paired with, like I said, the project management So you can set up your projects with task lists. Here's what I need to do. You can put dates on them. You can assign tasks to other people within your team. And we can also then centrally as a company set up default task lists. So for example, if somebody starts up a new project with a client, there are certain tasks that have to happen no matter what the details of the project are. They now, they can just say, I want to apply the template of all the things I have to do. And it populates their task list as a starting point for every single project. So they don't have to keep recreating those same tasks. It is a really the heartbeat of what we do as consultants, because we are working with other people, because the key thing is, are we delivering what we promised? It helps us stay on top of things across a lot of clients and a lot of
0: projects. That is very cool. Thank you. John Augusto came on the podcast a while back and had a conversation with us about Clifton Strengths and ways in which you can identify your strengths and then you and your team can use those both at work and in your personal life. John, what app or program are you finding useful? That's a in great your
4: question, Dolph. I think I, uh, two come to mind. One is um, I am a Strong believer in AI. I think it. I, I'm one of those people rather rather than run from change, I embrace change, and I think AI has the power to do that. So I use Chat GPT. Um, I'm using the free version right now. Who knows? Maybe I'll invest and get the the upgrade, but for right now, um, and I just use it for things like help me write this letter. Um, I've got to say this statement. Uh, can you say it better? You know, and really use AI for what it's intended, which is to help humankind. I think. So that's that's one. The second one, because I'm a certified Gallup CliftonStrengths coach, is the Gallup Access app on my phone. It's on my phone. And the reason why that's important is this. I'm going to go to me, let's say I go to have a brunch with a colleague. I can have on the Access app their top five talent themes. So I can remind myself before that brunch, oh, yeah, this person has a developer. They have Woo in their top five. I want to really listen for that. And kind of tune into that so that I, when I go to that event or that meeting, I'm tuned into what uh, I can help that partner succeed. So those are two that are top of the mind.
0: Thank you. Kevin Greer is the chief administrative officer at New Profit, a venture philanthropy organization that is changing the world by helping nonprofits grow and scale. Kevin joined us to talk about incorporating a period of rest in your nonprofit's annual calendar. Kevin, what app or computer software are you finding useful in your work?
1: So one I've been using recently is called Screencastify. And in essence, it's a video tool that enables you to embed videos into slides. And so the way that I've been using that We recently introduced and rolled out a new compensation structure across our organization. And as part of that, we developed a number of a large number of memos and written documents. And my sense was that there might actually be folks for whom reading and processing information in that way is not their preferred method of learning. And so, Screencastify enabled me to do a small video voiceover recording, walking through the slides that presented the structure of our new compensation uh, system. And that enabled folks to experience and learn how we're thinking about compensation in whatever mode or medium they worked best for them.
0: Thank you. Kristen Gleisman was on the podcast to talk about how to equip your team to problem solve without you. You may recall that she co-wrote an HBR article by the same name, and she is the vice president of discovery research at Verisite. Kristen, what app or software do you often recommend to others?
3: I'm quite a big fan of the Miro, uh, Miro board software. It's a collaborative whiteboard space with a lot of other functionality and features. I've used it throughout the last three years, particularly since the pandemic, to lead team retrospectives with globally dispersed teams. Uh, it really is very helpful for focusing attention and allowing people to participate. Um, particularly, actually, I find it's very helpful teams that are comprised of introverts and extroverts because it's a fairly low stakes way of participating. Um, So yeah, that's my, my go-to.
0: Thank you. Lila Williamson was on the podcast to discuss ways that organizations can better collaborate and engage with young people. Lila, what app or computer program do you often recommend to others?
5: So an app that's really been life-changing
6: for me is called Todoist. And it basically is a way to keep track of all of your tasks. And so you can make a bunch of different projects and then have different like subheadings within the project and then keep track of all your tasks and have different due dates and priority levels. Um, and I've found it's definitely the most effective task tracking software that I've come across uh, and been able to use. And yeah, it's been a real game changer for me. So I would absolutely recommend it.
0: Thank you. Lindsay Lachelle is an extraordinary marketing activist who I had the joy of meeting with at Cause Camp. She and I also recorded an incredible episode together where we talked about why we should all stop those random acts of marketing. Lindsay, what app are you grooving on right now?
5: You know, I really can't live without Trello. I use Trello for personal and work reasons. I have a board that helps me manage my, um, my editorial calendar, all of the content that goes out on social media and in newsletters. I have another board that helps me manage my household reminds me when we have to get uh, my daughter to swim practice or what our meal planning is going to be for the week. Um, I actually have, training as an agile project manager. I was a scrum master for a few years and got certified to be able to manage. uh, Originally, it was thought to manage development teams. But as I started my business and even with my clients now, I use Trello to maintain those like agile uh, project management strategies. And so I just I really love that each object, each card can be a task and you can attach all kinds of great You know any any sort of images or files or comments or notes or individuals or deadlines. You can attach all kinds of things to those cards, and then those cards go on lists that you can move around according to their status or according to the timing or the schedule. There's lots of different features, so I just find it really useful. I will say this, which is a little bit different than your question. My view of the world is that the best tools are the ones that you use. So being committed to whatever it is, is actually more important than finding the perfect feature fit because nothing is a perfect feature fit. That said, I love Trello.
0: (laughs) Agreed. And thank you. Author and coach Louise Velasquez was on the podcast to share with us how to equip your team to problem solve without you. Louise, what app or software do you often recommend to others?
1: The one that I use pretty much every day is Grammarly. And uh, no being a native English speaker, that saves me every single time. And I think that a lot of times, you know, we I tend to send emails without, you know, taking in consideration the little mistakes uh, that completely diminishes uh, my influence. Let's put it that way. And I think that when we want to send emails to individuals that are, you know, high stakes, I think that is key for us to, you know, make sure that it is, uh, it, is it, it is solid. Uh, so Grammarly has saved me so many times uh, for that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Friends, I promised you that Lexi and I would have a conversation about our favorite apps and we're toward the end of the episode and you're still here, which I'm very, very excited about. And I'm also very excited to talk to one of my favorite people about our favorite apps. So, hey, Lexi, thanks for coming on the podcast to talk about favorite apps. Hey, Dolph, it's good to be back. There's actually four apps that I brought today. I know we asked everyone to tell us one, so I'm kind of cheating because I got four. How many apps did you bring?
6: Golf, I only brought two. I should say I only brought two work apps and I brought a fun personal app too.
0: I love that. I love that. Now I know that our friends who are listening probably are like, oh my gosh, four plus three is seven. How much longer is this gonna go on? Don't worry, friends. We're gonna do this rapid fire. So Lexi, since since I've got four and you've got three, why don't why don't I go first and then and then you go second and so on and so forth. Sounds good. So the first one that I want to share with you all is called Typeform. I discovered Typeform recently. It is a great survey tool, but it's so much more than a survey tool. I can use it to create scored assessments. I can use it to do um, quizzes or... Polls that I'm going to be using in a meeting. And I don't mean a virtual meeting, I mean in a real meeting. So next week, I actually have a meeting with a board of directors and I want to ask them a question. I'm going to have them just go to a simple link, do the survey, and I'm going to show them their results real time. So Typeform right now is one of my favorite apps. Final thing I'll say about it is I love the assessment tool, which actually allows me to create a scoring in the background so I could ask someone to take an assessment and it will actually get scored and they'll know what their score is and so will I. Lexi, what have you got?
6: Today I'm feeling really thankful for Calendly. We're running a couple board recruitment projects right now and that involves a lot of interviews and so trying to coordinate 30, 40 interviews, that's just a lot of time Uh, that would go into that. And so Calendly is making that so easy. It's kind of on autopilot. I don't even have to think about it. I'm even getting calendar reminders for my meetings. I'm really digging Calendly right now. What's your next one, Dolph?
0: Next up, Lexi, is Clara. I've been using Clara. It's artificial intelligence that actually manages my schedule. So if somebody wants to meet with me, I literally just say, hey, I would love to do that. Clara is going to help Clara's AI and then I just copy Clara. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Clara then reaches out and sounds almost human-like. And we'll say, for example, Lexi, I'm so happy to be able to schedule this meeting with Dolph. Here are some times Dolph's available. Clara's looked at my calendar. I've set up some bumpers. So Clara knows, generally speaking, when, you know what hours of the day I'm willing to be available. And Clara does everything else. Additionally, Clara reminds the person who's gonna be meeting with me the day before. And if for some reason they don't show up, I can just reply all and let Clara know that the person did not show up. Clara will ask me, do do you want to reschedule that person? Do you want me to just let the person know that we're not going to move forward with the meeting? What do you want to do? And that's really very cool. Clara is also probably one of the most expensive apps that I'm currently using. It's like $100 a month, but it probably saves me five to six hours every single month that I would otherwise spend coordinating my calendar to schedule meetings with other people. All right, Lexi, what have you got next?
6: My next one is Ring Central, and that's the phone app that we use for our office line. And I love it because I have that on my cell phone, so I don't have to carry around multiple phones or be tied to an old school landline at my desk. Um, But what I love about it is that I can turn it off when it's nights, weekends, vacation. So when I am checking out of the office, I can truly check out and not have to worry about getting those texts or phone calls. They'll all be waiting for me when I get back what's your next one, Dolph?
0: Okay. I may have talked about this one before, but it's called Genius Scan. I have it on my phone. I think I pay only about $3 a month for it. And I easily use Genius Scan five to 15 times a day. It allows me not just to scan a document, but it will OCR the document. It will OCR handwritten notes as well as typed notes or like a printed sheet of paper. I use it for receipts. I use it for handouts that I receive. I use it for business cards. When I write a personal note to somebody, I'll often snap a photo of it. And the other, for me, amazing, incredible thing is it syncs with Dropbox. It syncs with OneDrive. I can send any of these PDFs as an attachment to myself or anybody else. It is so seamless and it saves me so much time as opposed to walking over to the scanner, putting something in the scanner, scanning it to myself, having to get it in my email, then having to open it up and save it saves me a ton of time for just $3 a month. Okay, Lexi, I think you've got one more. All
6: right, my last one is a fun one doll. It's called Follow. It came to us through my father. He gifted both of my kids bracelets and uh, each bracelet was an animal. And so each bracelet came with a little QR code. And when you scanned it, it showed you the animal that that bracelet was connected to, like an actual animal swimming around in the ocean. And so we can go into that app and see where my son's shark is or where my daughter's turtle is and watch how they're, what path they're making up and down the coast. It's very cool. And I recently learned they have other animals too, like a giraffe and polar bear and things like that. So that's, we're having a lot of fun
0: with that one right now. I love that, and I know before we hit record, you were sharing with me a little bit about it, and you said it's a great gift for anyone under fifteen. And I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, I want that!" And I'm well over fifteen; I'm multiples of fifteen at this point. So, uh, so yeah, what a really great gift idea! And I'm going to be checking that out. The last one, friends, is Chat GPT, and I actually do pay twenty dollars a month for Chat GPT, and I get so much out of it. I never, ever use ChatGPT to write a version of something that I just then throw online or put in an email or anything like that. But I do use it to generate ideas. Or, for example, if I write a paragraph and I'm like, oh, it doesn't seem clear enough, I'll throw the paragraph into ChatGPT and I'll ask it, how can I make this better? Or if I'm really struggling to write a note and I'm having a hard time really bringing, bringing forth the emotion and the empathy that I want to be in that note, I literally will throw into ChatGPT what I've written and I'll ask, you know, how, how can I have more empathy when I write this? And and it, it will give me that. I'll also share with you, um, I've used ChatGPT to debate with myself which is really kind of cool. And so, for example, I'll throw an idea out there that I'm thinking about and I'll say, give me five reasons why this might not work. Then I'll engage in a conversation around why it might not work so that, frankly, I can strengthen my idea before I present it to Lexi or anyone else. Last thing, as long as we're gonna make it personal, you can also use Chat GPT in your personal life. And so some things that I've done, for example, is I've put into Chat GPT, hey, I have the following leftovers in my refrigerator. What can I make with it? and it will actually give me suggestions about what I can make. Or for example, hey, I'm going to be in Miami for work for one night. Is there one thing that I should do when I'm in Miami? I'll only have 60 minutes. And ChatGPT will give me an idea. So I use ChatGPT really, again, more to, to help me refine and to ideate more than anything else, but I find it so useful. Hey, Lexi, you know, I, I say this to every guest, but, you know, I'm always so incredibly grateful for you. And I'm so grateful that you you joined me so that we could talk about our favorite apps.
6: Thanks, Dolph. I was very happy to be
0: here. Friends, our montage episodes are fast-paced episodes. And I am so glad that you have joined us for the entire episode. And I know you've been here the entire time because we're getting toward the end right now. And I wanted to leave you with a big thought. Whether you learned about an app for the first time today or you heard about an app that you've been thinking about, I want you to take action on just one app or program that you learned about today. So do a very little bit of research, but you know, don't engage in analysis paralysis. Think about one or two apps. Do a little bit of research. Choose one. And then see if you can create that leverage in your own life, whether that's your work life or your personal life, so that you can also take that 10 minutes of your time and squeeze out an additional 30, 60, or even 120 minutes of productivity from that time. And let me encourage you, I promise you one big thought, but here's going to be a second one. I'm going to encourage you not to squeeze that productivity out so that you could do more. I'm going to encourage you to squeeze that productivity out so you could work less, so that you could take an extra hour every week and do something that you find fun or enjoyable. So that, my friends, is the big thought. And also, that is our show for the week. I hope that you have gained some insight to help you and your nonprofit thrive. All right, friends, you know, the lawyers always, always make me do a disclaimer. So as we wind up, I want you to imagine that I am a Swiss army knife, which is actually kind of funny because I'm not Swiss. I've never been in the army. And I mean, I like to think of myself as sharp, but probably not as sharp as a knife. So, you know, the Swiss army knife, it's got all sorts of tools, but you're not going to find legal advice or accounting expert on the Swiss army knife. So for those specialties, you need to look for a dedicated tool, or better yet, you need to look for a dedicated, licensed professional, someone who is a lawyer, that means they're a member of the Bar Association, or is an accountant and is certified as such, and get the advice you need, because this podcast, it's for informational purposes only, and neither I nor the consulting practice provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. That's it, friends. That's the disclaimer. Have an amazing day.